But yeah. who's actually allowed to do that exactly. to you? Exactly. Yeah. Like, how much power are we giving like, to people's I words? bet you want to point fingers? Let, let's see your own life. Let's see your own life oh if it's good. God. Let's see. And then they go, all right, my bad, yo, my bad. Welcome. Don't do that. <laughs> Welcome back to the They're Dealing With podcast. Hey, what's up, my boy? It's your boy. Uh, it's, your, it's your podcast they're host. Not, they're not on that podcast. It's a different one. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the In the Fire podcast. Today's episode 13. And welcome for tuning in, whether you're listening on Spotify, iTunes, or watching us on YouTube. Make sure you guys are subscribing, commenting, sharing, and liking our videos. We appreciate you guys, and we love you, and thank you. Yo, what, where was the energy there? No, no, it's you know it's like one of those peaceful like meditation podcasts. Oh, the peaceful meditation podcast. Yeah, they're probably yeah they're listening in the morning. What's up, guys? Welcome to the In the Fire podcast. You're Thank not you. you're not an ASMR guy. You're it's average. Not ASMR. You're the average Joe Schmo. Okay, Joe Schmo. Okay, Joe Schmo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yo. Danny. Thirteen episode thirteen. It's a good one. We're back. How you been, Danny? Um, good. Only because I have to ask. I made that joke already. Don't do that. No, no, no. Uh, I watched that episode again, and I was like, how did I not remember the disrespect that you showed me in the intro? I was like, yo, who's a man right, right, are you? I, I, I took an exam today. I did really well this time, I think. Okay, so you, what, you studied for seven now or studied six now? No, I actually studied less. But I was just like, I don't know. I just, You know what's funny? I actually thanked God in the middle of the exam because before I started, I was like, God, just help me out, okay? I don't want to fail this class again. And And... Magically, I was writing down every single answer possible, and I knew what I was doing. So I was like, "Hey, right, maybe, maybe it was the Holy Spirit. Maybe you know, you know how it is." You know? So you're saying that we can use God to get good grades in high school? Chill. Everybody's gonna start abusing God. Like, God, God, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. Better, you better yeah, get yeah. good grades, homie. Yeah, you know how it is. Uh, how, how how are you? Eating chicken breast, chicken thighs. On your diet. White rice, protein. Good. I I had an idea that like when when I'm doing this intro that in the future. Like I'm, I'm, I forgot what I was gonna say. But I was gonna say something that's gonna like. Okay, I'll say it now. To the the what two years, three years, okay. two year me, you're gonna watch this back. You're gonna be the most shredded G whiz, <laughs> the most handsome G. I mean, you're. St- I mean, right? Okay, look. Also, what that I was gonna say, but your value stays the same. But for progress, like you're gonna look back and be like, hey. What are you wearing, bro? What are you wearing? Oh yeah, man, so, man's came away with so a little, I, I, little collar. A little. I forgot. I forgot to tell you guys that we actually just came back from uh, a meeting with Joe Biden. Um, so we had we had to go meet him. I don't know why he wanted to meet with some podcast guys, but yeah, yeah. He, he watched one of the one of the. He actually watched the one where he messed up, and he thought it was really funny. <laughs> so Joe Biden DM DM Danny. He was yeah, like, yeah. he was like, "All right, guys, uh, gonna 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 meet with you guys. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah. So, so yeah, and, that was, uh, came back. I tried to get him on an episode, but. His secret yeah. service didn't let me. So yeah, they had like thirty thousand guns or something. Like, yeah, we, something they, like that. We couldn't really allow him in the in the. Yeah, we tried to get a mic close to him, but everybody thought it was something yeah, else. Right. And, and then he got tackled. All right, y'all. All right, enough messing around. Right, 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 this right, episode, right. we're talking about guilt. Ooh, it's a heavy episode. Yeah, to be. I mean, it's a heavy. funny intro to be talking about a heavy episode like this, but it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Last episode, we talked about trust. No. Forgiveness. No. Last episode was about pride. Oh, yeah. Dang, this guy, this guy. But yeah, this episode is about guilt. Let's get to it. Let's get into Let's get it. To it. So, look, when I, again, with, with, with guilt, there there's like two words that come into my head when I, we talk about guilt, right? So, of course, guilt, but the second word is shame, right? So, before we even get into it, 
we got to establish the definition of both these words. With what, with, with what the meaning of guilt is compared to what the meaning of shame is, right? Okay. So when you talk about guilt, guilt is like, um, you see, it's the I, I sense. I think they go together, don't they? Mm. Are they different? It's like, uh, it's more of a good or bad thing. You know, it's like, I, okay. I would say it's like to Christian mind, it'd be conviction versus condemnation. Mm. That's what I would say. But yeah, guilt is a sense of remorse and, um, and a wanting to like make amends, right? So hope, really? so hope, I mean, I say that in a hopeful way, like hopefully that when you feel guilt, you actually want to do something about it. Right. When I was, when I was looking up this episode, it actually said guilt was not a feeling. Guilt was like a condition. Mm. And they were talking about the legal status too. You know, like when, when the judge says you're guilty, right. Yeah. You know, you're sentenced to whatever you're guilty. You were like, co- you committed that crime and you were found guilty of that crime. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of, the way I found it was like, they kind of described guilt as like a condition and you can feel guilty, but guilt is not a feeling in itself. It's like a condition. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's a better way to put it too. Like, cause like when you're guilty, you're just guilty. Yeah. You know? So I think there's like also a difference between like the, the judicial definition compared no, to No, but the, when uh, you do something wrong morally, mm-hmm. and that's something I wrote down too, was uh, when we cross a moral, ethical, or legal line. We feel guilty. Hmm. When, you, when you like eat an extra cookie out of the cookie jar when your mom told you not to eat a cookie, yeah. you're going to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. You didn't commit a crime, but you still, you still are guilty of that crime, yeah. Yeah. and you feel guilt. But it's also a sense of remorse. It's okay. a sense of remorse. Like You feel remorseful. Like Guilt is when you feel remorseful. Like You feel saddened by what you did. Okay. Right? So it's like a sense of that. And also, but with the, with the other part of the definition being like... Uh, a wanting to, you know, um, make amends, mm. which that's why I said, hopefully, yeah. when you feel guilt, you want to make amends for what you did, right? And something that was just put on my heart was like, when you guys watch these episodes, like, try to just, first of all, be open to mm. what we're talking about. Be really, like, open your ears, open your eyes, try to listen to what we're saying, and also just, like, connect it to your own life and things that you might not even realize that's going on. Uh, you know, look into your life, look into your heart, see mm. what, like, things might be there that shouldn't be yeah or maybe maybe you're like oh i don't feel guilt why am i watching this episode but maybe somebody else in your life feels guilt yeah or maybe one day you will feel the guilt or you have felt the guilt so like keep an open heart to it yeah of course yeah anyway so i was gonna say that when i say definition i want to say my definition of it right okay so lewis definition of guilt would be the feeling you get when you do something bad <laughs> that's that's Lewis's definition it's always the simplest the simplest, the simplest thing so everybody wording, can yeah. really understand what it means right okay so when we talk about shame shame like because I got this from a website right the shame definition is the intense uh painful feeling or experience of believing that you're like unworthy of belonging or like um acceptance because you're flawed and like I, I th- I'm like hearing that I'm like damn it's yeah. like mad intense compared yeah. to guilt, right? And because um, one, like I said before, causes you to want to do better, hopefully, right? Okay. Like g- guilt causes you to like say, okay, maybe I should ask for forgiveness. I should try to do something better. I should like do something to make amends. Yeah. While the other one, which is shame, is when you, oh yeah, also I forgot to say the, the Lewis definition of, of shame. <laughs> My definition of shame is letting what made you feel guilty become your identity. And that's what I think shame like talks about because I'm going to I'm going to even simplify it even more. And that's the way I wrote mm-hmm. it was good guilt, bad guilt, bad, ugh, good guilt, bad guilt. Mm-hmm. Right. The good guilt is 
uh, what you said, guilt. Yeah. And then the shame is the bad guilt, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, keep going. So, I just wanted to simplify it more because I, I was like confused myself for a yeah. second, but because shame, like it causes you, and it drives you to basically dig a pit for yourself, right? I know you heard this before, like the pit of shame, mm. right? Like you, when you're in shame, you dig a pit for yourself, and when you're in that pit of shame, you're like hiding from people and and from God, and you don't want to you don't want to get help from anybody. You want to stay in that darkness, yeah, and like you don't you don't want anything, you know, because that that pit is gonna keep on growing and growing and growing. Because you have that shame, that's why like shit. Like shame is always made like, as a pit of shame. When I w- when I was um, looking into this bad guilt picture, like like just a normal human being walking in the streets of New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, we live around New York, so that's why I said New York. But if you're listening somewhere else, but in the city, right? You're just mm-hmm. walking. You know, you got your little bag going on. You're going to work, and this bad guilt, aka shame, is this like dark cloud on your shoulder that's whispering in your ear mm. that says like. No, you should feel guilty. You feel you should feel shame. Yeah. You know, you messed up big time. You mm. messed up big time. Nobody's going to forgive you this this wow. this and the other thing. Obviously that dark cloud is always going to be there and you're always going to be like mm. you're always going to be in that pit. Yeah. And that's how I envisioned it when I thought of this bad guilt was like just that thing that's always constantly whispering in your mm. ear these negative things to keep you there. Yeah. Cuz that's what it wants. It wants to keep you there. Yeah. And the difference is like guilt is action based. And shame is character-based. So when you deal with guilt, you say, like, I did a wrong thing. And that's fine. Everybody does right. wrong things. Oh, yeah. But shame shame says I'm a bad person. Mm. Right? So it's the difference of knowing, like, it's like it's, is it action that you're feeling? Yeah. Or is it character that's, that's like, wow. attacking you? Right? Because, again, it's well, all... And that's the identity thing that you yeah. talked about. Yeah. Because yeah, I wanted to say, like, when when you make that... When you let that shame... Like, it's like, you know, what what my definition was, was that, you know, letting what made you feel guilty become your identity. Like, you're, you're digging yourself in that pit, and you keep on digging yourself in there, and what happens when you're in the darkness, right? You don't know where you are. And more and you can forget who you are. Yeah. Because you're in that shame, and, like, a, one thing that I wanted to say was, a lot of times, shame makes us more lenient to do worse things. Mm. When you deal with shame, you know, you, you did that wrong thing. And instead of, like, trying to let, let that wrong thing make you do something better in the future, you're just letting it, like, stay inside you. And what you said, that cloud, that shame covers over you. It's like, a, I put it, like, in my notes, as a black cloud. I just so it's like, a, it's a black cloud over you where you, you walk everywhere, but the shame's always, like, like hitting you. Yeah. Like, you're a bad person. You're, you're not deserving of love. Yeah. So you, you keep on digging yourself in that hole, like I was saying. And you do that wrong thing and you say, well, since I did that wrong thing, why not I do worse? Mm. You know, since I fell a little bit, why not I fall harder? You know, if, if, I, if I went this far with this, with this guilt that I'm feeling, whatever you're feeling guilt for, like a shame would, shame would allow you to be like, why not go all the way mm. instead of only going a little bit? I have a question. What about those people that don't feel guilt? Hmm. What about those, like, you know, those, like, people on the news that just keep doing all these bad things, and you're just like, how could they, how could they say that? And that they just appear to to feel no remorse, no guilt. What, was, do, you, what do you say about I was that? thinking about that because I'm, I feel like we're also assuming that everybody has, like, a lot of high morals, you know? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, sometimes people just don't care. Yeah. And they can, they can, be, they can be disrespectful, they can be rude. They can do things that aren't more morally like right, right, and they just don't care. And 
you know, when you talk about guilt like that, I think it's it's like what we what you said in the beginning of the podcast. It's like being available to be taught. Mm. You know, because you might not know what like what like the right decision for everything, and that's fine. No, and, and that that's something like I answered my own question while I was looking into it was like they don't understand that it's wrong. Mm-hmm. They kind of look at it as like then just not a normal thing, but it's like you know it's whatever. Yeah, and everybody's like, no, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, you should feel guilt, and he's like, but I don't because they don't they don't think it's wrong. Yeah. And like you, you kind of you just have to be available to teach, be taught. Like, like you have to be able be available to for somebody to come up to you and say that's not good. Yeah. And like, even if you because again you can kind of be numb to that guilt by not I, caring. I was, that was my next question. I was going to hit you with another question. Was can you can you feel that much numbness to the point where you don't feel that guilt anymore? Like if you keep doing the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. to the point where like. You just you don't feel guilty anymore because it's become like a numbness in you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess so. Like, I guess a person can go to that place, but it's not like they've they've gone so far, you know. Mm-hmm. Like anybody again, like everybody has different moral morals and like different like high like moral highs and like lows. Somebody thinks this is more worse than somebody else, you know. Yeah. So like, I guess you, it's because I'll uh, give you like a, a personal example is like and. and I remember uh, one of our friends told us that we always give like cute examples because mm-hmm. like you know we don't be giving those like extreme examples. Yeah. I killed somebody and I feel guilty, but mine's yeah. are like all right. But so like when I uh, yo, what if I get exposed by my college? No, I don't cheat in college. I, I cheated in other in other ones, but I become like I guess numb to cheating on tests. Mm-hmm. Like before, it was like oh my god, I cheated on a test. I got I feel so bad. I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. What if I get caught? All this stuff, and now it's like. You know, it's, a nor- mm. it's like a normal for me. It's like, yeah. you know, I got to, you know, I got to do it. I got to survive out here. You know, what it is? <laughs> <laughs> but it, to be honest, it's become like a numbness. And mm. like, you know, it was just like, oh, like it's whatever. yo. Mm. it's like, it's not a big deal. I guess that's like kind of testing you a bit. You know, you can always like say if you weren't in school, you'd be like, man, I would never cheat on a test. <laughs> never. But then you go to a test like I got to cheat. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's really different. You get your morals tested when you go into different situations. Right. You're right. And probably in that like. I'm kind of failing, homie. And you found you found the test. I'm not failing the test. You found the test and the test. Ooh. <laughs> That's why it's important to always have your morals up high, right? But to, yeah, okay, yeah. but to go back to shame, like I, I really like this topic because I feel like I really went through it, you know. Okay. Because I want to just like say a quick story. Like there was this one sin that I had. Okay. It was so hard to get over, right? Mm. And I've I've had so many moments where I was like. God, I'm sorry. I went back to it. Mm. God, I'm sorry. I went back to it. And the thing is, it wasn't like I did it and then said sorry instantly. You know, I did it and then four days, a week, maybe three weeks, maybe. And the time just kept on getting bigger. Yeah. But like, I realized, you know, what was stopping me was shame. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, why was it shame? Because when I viewed myself, I only saw the like the faults in me. Like, I didn't see like a person that could do this or do that. I always saw where I fell. And so when you look at yourself in that in that view, in that light of like your negativity and your faults mm-hmm. and your mistakes, you're going to believe that other people look at you the same exact way. Wow. And that's crazy because you live with that everywhere you go. Just how like that cloud of shame is hanging over you. You start believing everybody, like whoever it is, your parents, your friends, people at church or, you know, wherever you go, those you believe that those people only see where you fall. Wow. And so I had that view. And so now because of that shame i had where i just felt like everybody saw where i fell 
I thought that God felt the same way. Mm. You know, I took a long time because I was like, I feel like God's mad at me. You know, and like that God is like, mm, like he only thinks about that one thing. Yeah. You know, like every time I go to him, I'd be like, he probably only thinking about the, the last time I fell or the last uh, time I did this. Yeah. And that sucks. And of course, like I've learned now, thank the Lord that God is always filled with grace and mercy. And, never gonna, and God does not hate you, which is something I wanted everybody to hear. Because, mm. you know, like I went through that and I don't want people to go through that. So I, I my friends always like, you know, Angel, like a, a lot of people that like uh, that are around me know that i always say this when i'm always like given the opportunity to, like to teach about it i always say like dude god is not mad at you yeah and that's that's I, I a that lie that really i've had big with you when yeah. you first started but that was yeah. a big a big lie that I had a break but something about that is like which i want to ask you danny like we we know that god is always graceful and merciful to us right yeah but what about the people that have actually been shown shame like by by their like people around them that they've mm. been told like you're a terrible person for what you did, like what you've done, you know. Like how do you like how do that how does that person like res- be restored, right? Because we know a God that's like so amazing and beautiful and graceful and right. nice and forgiving, but then but people have been shown like completely like the complete opposite, right? When they've done something wrong, they they their their character got attacked, their worth got attacked, their value got attacked. So how do you restore that? You know, like how do you get those people to get like get up from that? Because it's hard. Wow. That is hard. Is this person a believer? I think that's a big key about it, right? It is. It is because if if you do, if you are a believer, I think you are now placing everybody else's opinion over God's. Hmm. Wow. Because if God says, uh, you're forgiven, you are loved, I know your real character, I know your real heart, I know who you are, and you're putting everybody else's value of you over his, hmm. something's wrong. Wow. And the thing is, like, that's something I wrote down was, um, oh, yeah, I know God forgives me, but but you don't forgive yourself. Wow. That right there, my friend, is pride. Hmm. Episode 12. Last episode and the, and the, other, and the yeah. other episode, right? And, and something I wrote down says, pride says, God may forgive me, but my standard is higher than God's. Wow. So you're not, you're, like I said before, now you're putting your own standards, everybody else's standards over God's, even though he says all those great things about you and you're still like, no, 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 I'm this, I'm that. It's like, bruh. Wow. So your standards are higher than God's? That's crazy. Now, for a non-believer, uh, it just gets so hard and... Because you're trying to like give that responsibility to people. Yeah. You know, you're trying to like say that everybody around you is going to show you that grace all the time. But thing is, nobody... Nobody can show you that much mercy and grace, yeah. right? So you can't put that responsibility on people. It's like what I said a long time ago. Like, you know, you can never give a person, you know, um, like a person can never give you acceptance, purpose, or your value because if identity, you do, yeah. identity, because if they do, they'll break you down. Right. And, and you'll, you'll, you'll be building that house on, a, on the sand, which is right. as Jesus says, right? And, and that's what I would say to a non-believer if you're listening. Like, well, first, just know that God does forgive you. God does yeah, love you and, and your identities in him. But just stop giving other people your identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't don't let other people have that hold of your character. Mm-hmm. You know, you know who you are. And if you look, if you feel guilty in my in my eyes, you're not a bad person. Because mm-hmm. it, it just shows that like, you know, you did wrong. You know, you messed up and everybody makes mistakes. Yeah. And, and I've had moments where like people around me will take one mistake from one person and just push it down on them and like make that their character. 
Wow. And it's like, have you met this person? Mm-hmm. Have you, like, you only, you only recognize them by one mistake, but you don't recognize their overall and their real character. Wow. And so what I'm, what I'm saying is like, don't give other people hold of your identity. No, no. And like, just, just know that you made a mistake and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you feel guilty. Good. Now, now you need to get up and you need to use this good guilt yeah. and not this bad guilt, aka shame mm-hmm. to keep you down. Yeah. Cause look, life won't get better if you're, if you're just going to let everybody else hold on to your character. Wow. And look, I'm not going to say it's going to be easy. I'm just going to keep going off of this situation because I find it really interesting, but I, it's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. It's not because you did mess up. And, and, and I've, I've learned that too. It's like when you mess up, yeah, God forgives you. That doesn't mean life's going to be easy because mm-hmm. you, you still messed up and there's still going to be repercussions for it. Yeah. But you got to fight through them. Mm-hmm. If you want to get past it, you got to fight through them. Yeah. You got you got to give the people the time for them to realize who your true character is because now in their eyes they you gave them hold of your character and and now you have to I guess not prove it to them cuz you should you shouldn't have anything to prove to anybody else. Mm-hmm. But but really just work on yourself and, and yeah. just know deep down inside you that you are working on yourself and you are trying to get better and that is your character, not yeah. what other people put onto you. That's so good. That's really good. Yeah. Damn, I just went off. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was just an interesting example to me. It was It's really, it's a really, I think people got to rewatch that a little three, t- like three <laughs> times just to really get everything you said from there. Yeah. But to go back to shame, I wanted to say one thing that is very common, which is letting, you know, what you did, like I said before, become your identity, right? Mm. Don't let shame become your identity. What you just talked about, you know, like if you think that you are your flaws and you are your, you are your faults. It's terrible. It's a yeah. terrible view of yourself, right? Yeah. Like a big thing that helped me get through that was when somebody said like, you got to look at yourself the way God looks at you, mm. you know? Because again, and you can't, it's hard to give that that responsibility to people because yeah. people still see my flaws. But God's like, I see the best part of you. So there's a big difference in that. But like, yeah. that's why I want, like I want everybody to understand that. Like you're not, you're not just that, you know? Mm. You're not just your weaknesses like or, or your shortcomings or your faults or your mistakes. That's not just who you are. Yeah. Right, you're we're ba- way way bigger than that, and when you're so caught up in shame, you forget who you are. Like you, like you really do, because yeah. you again you set the bar so low for yourself. Mm. Like like what I was saying before, like you think that since you you did that thing that made you feel guilt, and now it's turning into a character. This thing where now you think you're a terrible person, you don't deserve love. So now you're like, well, if I felt this low, might as well go more further, like more more lower, right? I mm. might I should do more stuff since I'm already that at this point. Wow. When you when you have that mindset, you start acting in ways that don't follow your values or your like your, your belief, character, your character, yeah. right? Because you don't again. It's like you're in that pit of shame. You're in darkness. You're, you're acting in ways that don't like they don't go with what you know. Yeah. Because a person can know what is right and what's wrong, but when, when they're in the, when they're in shame, they can just stop caring mm. because they believe they're a bad person now. Yeah. Right, a person who is or who God says, "No, you're you're a good person. You're a person. You're a child of God. You know love. You know you're accepted already." But a person with shame says, "I'm not accepted no. because of what I've done." So you have to remember who you are. Right, I remember my youth pastor. He would say this to like this congregation, or he would say to, he said it to me once because I was telling him how I was struggling with something. Right, and he said, "That's not who you are," and that was such a big statement to me, just because like that's not this is this isn't who I am. Right, because we can we can fall to shame, we can fall to guilt, and we can fall to stuff. We're always gonna fall to stuff. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, we're not true. we're not perfect, it's so true. we're always gonna make mistakes, right? Yeah. But like, even though I make those mistakes and I and I and it, it lingers, that's not who I am. 
Mm. You know, like th- that, those those mistakes do not define me. I, I might make them, but I'm still Lewis. I'm not, you know, I'm not a person who's addicted. I'm Lewis. Yeah. Right. I'm not a person who's insecure. I'm Lewis. Right. So like, don't. I really want people to not label themselves with those with those guilts. Right. Right. And like, if you did something bad, well, everybody does something bad, right? Yeah. Take it as an opportunity to change for the better, right? We yeah, always and want, and that that just moves on to good guilt. Yeah, that just it's a good transition into mm-hmm. good guilt, right? Good yeah. guilt, good guilt drives us to repentance. This is what you talked about. Mm-hmm. It drives us to say, you know, I'm sorry, I messed up. You know, forgive me, right? And, and good guilt teaches us lessons. And, and uh, the beginning of the f- the few first episodes that we talked about mm-hmm. were all about self growth. Yeah, this is another one. You know, guilt is is a tool mm-hmm. guilt teaches us guilt shows us lessons guilt says this was wrong this was good now you know mm-hmm. now go yeah right okay i uh, i stole a cookie from the cookie jar an extra one mm-hmm. now i know because i'm fat now <laughs> <laughs> so now i know maybe i shouldn't have done that yeah or i don't know you know what it mm-hmm. whatever it is you just know like what is right what yeah. is wrong and you you improve from that you take it as a lesson yeah it's it's guilt should always prompt you to change the future like to change your future decision that's what it should always prompt you to do right and so when it lingers it turns into that character thing yeah. like you know i kind of just want to ask you that too daniel like why why is shame so prevalent like why does people why does people's guilt turn to shame like all the time like why is shame common for us like why does it turn into something character-based and not just action-based a little hard question it is a hard question but but it's true. We like tend to do that a lot. I feel like a lot of people have unidentified shame. I think it's I think it's the case because of the society that we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even as Christians, even as followers, it's still hard for us to kind of ignore the other people around us. Yeah, because a lot of times it's the people we love and we care about mm-hmm. that kind of make that i that identity. Because mm. they're the ones that see it firsthand, right? Yeah. And so, like, it's really hard to ignore the words of a loved one when when they say, you know, you did that, and they kind of remind you of it, and they mm. make that 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 your identity. You go, if they did it and they love me, then like maybe it's the same for me. Wow. And it's tough. It is tough, especially with the society we live in, mm. where everybody loves to point fingers and never point at themselves. You know? Yeah. But but yeah, that's a big one. It, no, it's definitely it's a big one because. I, I just, it's so common for people to just start hating themselves, which I know we've talked a lot before when you begin to hate yourself, mm. you know, and like that sucks. Yeah. Like God doesn't hate you. Nope. You shouldn't hate yourself. Right. It's like, that's, it's terrible. It's terrible when a person has to deal with that. And I want to kind of just share a verse <clears throat> that kind of like uh, correlates with my experience with that, like that big cycle I had, which is a terrible cycle. And it was first um, John 4 to 18, such love has no fear. Because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. I thought that was crazy. Because I realized that in those cycles of me feeling that shame and going to God, me feeling that shame, I realized I was I was fearful that God was going to reject me. Mm. And like that's something that grows just through people. Maybe yeah. somebody in your life rejected you because you told them something. And now you never want to share anything that makes you feel guilty because you feel like the person might, might might reject you. Yeah. And that sucks. And so I realized like, wait, like in that season of that cycle, I realized that I was actually being perfected. I had a, I had a 
go through that to learn that no matter what happens, I'm not, that's not who I am. And God still views me in the same way, yeah. you know? And so like, it's taking away all the unnecessary shame that doesn't belong there. Mm. Right. A lot of, like, I know my friend is really big on shame and he always talks about like, he's, I remember he said one thing that he said, where are your accusers? Like there's like, who is around you saying you're a terrible person? Like who is? I mean, some who's allowed to? Yeah, who's allowed to? Because people do it, but yeah. who's actually allowed to do that? Exactly. To you? Yeah. Like how much power are we giving like, to people? I bet words? you want to point fingers. Let, let's see your own life. Let's see your own life oh if it's good. God. Let's see, and then they go, "All right, my bad, yo, my bad." Yeah, it's like, yeah, is there is there actually anybody pointing fingers at you? You know, yeah. they might be, which is terrible. But if there's nobody pointing fingers at you, which in my case, like nobody was pointing fingers at me. Nobody was saying you're a terrible person because you're struggling with that. Yeah. Nobody was saying that to me. But that's how I felt. You were doing it to yourself. I was doing yeah. it to myself. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I realized, okay, wait, God isn't mad at me. Yeah. I mean, God isn't mad at you guys. I'm always going to say that until the day I die. God is not mad at you. And I, re- had, to, I had to learn that through that big span of, of, of season that God isn't mad at me. All right. So a lot of people are wondering now, we talked about the good guilt. We mm-hmm. talked about the bad guilt. Yeah. How do we overcome this guilt, right? And I'll start us off. I like to talk a more uh, technical yeah. thing sometimes. I know but that much. Speak or write out your guilt. Something that, you know, a lot of times you feel the guilt, but you don't even know what you're guilty about. Mm. Write it out. Write out the whole situation. What went on? What did you do? What this? What that? Write it out or speak it out loud so that you can actually hear yourself. Mm. Um, and a big one that I, I found really interesting was recognize when you are blaming yourself for something you have no control over. Wow. And an example I found I was... Breaking up with somebody who still cares about you. Whoa. Yeah. And it's crazy because you do feel that guilt. You feel terrible. You're mm. like, dang, like, did I make a mistake? Or yeah. you just feel bad. And what what is that guilt that you're putting on yourself? Mm. Is it because you didn't fulfill their expectations? Or your own expectations? Wow. Is that why you're feeling guilty? Mm. I feel like there's so many, like, there's a big spectrum on guilt. Yeah. And especially what you can be guilty about. But their expectations don't have control over you. You you don't have control over their expectations. Mm. You know, maybe you didn't fill their expectations, but you're fulfilling God's. Mm. Wow. So try to get rid of that. You know, I mean, that sounds like contradicting. Just try to get rid of the guilt, you know? If you feel guilty, just stop. <laughs> but but just recognize that you have no control over it mm. and it, it's their time to get over it because their their expectations weren't filled, weren't fulfilled. Mm. Them getting the sense of what the Spirit is kind of saying mm. where like you got to stop giving people so much authority, mm-hmm. you know? Like yep. people can, people are like this. Yep. Up and down, up and up and up and up and up and down. Like they, they, they change all the time. Yep. So how would you give a person that? Give yep. a person that authority. Mm. Or, or like how much power do you give your friends or your peers words like when they speak to you how many how much t- are you going to be broken down by that or are you going to like again like we said before put it through a filter mm. right we talked about that on a, on a re- recent episode where like keep every thought captive you yeah. know whatever the person says to you are you just believing it like that when a person or when even you when you're saying it to yourself right we talk about people saying it to you what about you saying it to yourself yeah like are you believing what you say to yourself because I remember I wrote down that, you know, when, you, when it comes to your head, those thoughts that come from shame, which is like, I don't deserve love because of what I've done, right? When you have that thought and you believe it, it's going to keep on digging you deeper into that pit of shame. Yep. And that's why I put when you believe it. 
because that thought might come. It's gonna come like yeah, definitely. Like if, if even if you do anything wrong, it might just any any unwanted unwanted thoughts are gonna enter your head. But it's the choice is: are you gonna believe that thought or not? Yeah. Right. And sometimes people can believe it because what else are they gonna believe in? Yeah. They're gonna believe in the, the negative words that's being said to them. Another one, and we talked about this episode ten: forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Yeah. And ask for forgiveness if you mm. messed up. To to try and and get that guilt away from you, you need to apologize. Yeah. You need to ask for forgiveness. If I did something to you, obviously I'm gonna feel guilty, but I won't be able to let it go until I go, Lewis. I'm sorry, I messed up. Mm. Can you forgive me? And forgive yourself. That's a big one. A lot of people just don't forgive yourselves, and and we talked about that with the pride. Yeah. Learn from your mistakes. Learn from your mistakes. Take let, them. Let it prompt you to change the exactly. future. To make exactly. better decisions. Yep. That's the be- best part of guilt. Um, I wrote down, ma- mistakes don't make you a bad person. Right? Yeah. One, one, everybody makes mistakes. Don't let, don't let it, you know. Become your identity. Exactly. Uh, something we're always big on is negative talk. Stop mm-hmm. that negative. T- uh, you just talked about it. Those thoughts that come into your head. Mm-hmm. Don't let those take over, you know. Replace it with self-compassion. And something I, uh, I saw too was, what happens when a friend tells you, they're going through something. They they feel guilty or they say, Lewis, I'm just so bad. I'm a bad mm-hmm. person. I do this. The the first thing or the thing you should do is remind me of my strengths. Remind me of my values. Remind you who you are. Do that to yourself. Mm. Episode six talked about being friends with yourself. Remind yourself of your strengths and your values and your character and who you are. Because a lot of times we get, like we talked about, we get lost in that black cloud and we start replacing our identity with other things that should not be there. You start forgetting who you are. Remind yourself who you really are. Mm. That's what I have for overcoming guilt. Yeah. And I wanted to share like this verse that, that David, Psalm 32. And it says, Yes, what joy for those whose record the Lord has cleared of guilt, whose lives are lived in complete honesty. When I refused to confess my sin, my body wasted away and I groaned all day long. Day and night, your hand of discipline was heavy on me. My strength evaporated like water in the summer heat. Finally... I confessed all my sins to you and stopped trying to hide my guilt. I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord, and you forgave me. All my guilt is gone. And I thought that was crazy. Like, David felt guilt. Yep. And he said that that guilt was like taking energy out of him, just like the, the, the water on a summer day gets evaporated. Like, he was just talking about how guilt feels. But the thing is, like, he felt that, and it wasn't until he just confessed it yep. that it left. So... When like you, I said, speak it out. You gotta write it discon- out. Yeah. You gotta confess that stuff. It's all about let, not letting it linger. Yep. That lingering Releasing. is what's gonna it's, it's gonna allow the shame to build up. And so, when you have that guilt, you have to let it prompt you to change the future. And always remember that when you're feeling good about something, it's because it doesn't align with your values and who you are. So never forget who you are through that guilt, and mm-hmm. never never let shame rest in your heart. And that's what shame is all about. <laughs> yeah, I love how you always end it that way. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning in, whether you're listening on Spotify, since you're watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you. And we'll see you for the next episode. We love you. Peace out. See you.